There's a spiritual war that's going on for our communities. It's a war between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And God wants to equip us to be His occupying force in our communities. Join in today to learn more. We welcome you to our podcast today. We're your hosts, Richard and Kimberly Wilson. We're having a great time talking about occupying force. In episode six, we talked about loving the area where God has placed you and the importance of being where God's placed you. And today, what we want to talk about is intentional relationships in that place where God has you. And so as we move forward today, we're going to look at some scriptures. We're going to share some testimonies. And we're believing that God's going to open your eyes so that you'll begin to uh, recognize uh, the relationships around you. There's no way that we can accomplish what God wants us to accomplish in an area without being connected to other people. There's no place for isolation. There's no place for a lone ranger because God works out of relationships. He works out of building community. That's his whole concept is in terms of the body. So we want to be intentional about looking for those that God has around us that he wants us then to connect with and get to know so that we can accomplish what it is that he wants to do in those areas. Jesus was the master at developing intentional relationships. You know, he came here on earth and he's come out and he's in his public ministry mode and all of a sudden he starts identifying the occupying force that he's going to work with on the earth. We can look at Matthew chapter 4 verses 18 to 22 and we can see when he started to call the disciples he began to identify them and said these are the ones that I'm going to work with. I'm going to read the Matthew 4:18. Now as Jesus was walking by the sea of Galilee He saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Now the story continues, and if we jump over to Matthew 9, verse 9, we see where he identifies Matthew, and he says, As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting in the tax collector's booth, and he said to him, Follow me, and he got up and followed him. We recognize from this that Jesus was looking. In every one of these passages, it says he saw. So he was intentional in watching what was going on around him. He was intentional of, okay, Holy Spirit spotlight those that are important in terms of those that you want me to partner with to accomplish what God wants. Our heart's desire for you, even today, as we enter into this of intentional relationships, Kimberly and I agree today that Holy Spirit is going to open your eyes that you might begin to see those around you that God wants you to partner with to accomplish what he wants you to accomplish. And sometimes you'll just be going through your day and then all of a sudden there's somebody there. And when you can see 
then there'll be something, the Spirit of God inside of you, you'll say, this is one of those. And you may not know what that means. You may not know how far it's going to go. But you're listening, and then you're going to be intentional to say, God, how do you want me to follow through with this? And that might mean that you're going to get a telephone number. It might mean that you're going to say, hey, can we do lunch together? You're going to be listening to say, okay, God, I want to be intentional with what it is that you're showing me. And it happens in all different ways. I remember over 10 years ago, and I was in a prayer meeting, and this prayer meeting had to do with issues in the community. And they had come in to the church I was pastoring, let them use the facility. And so I went there, and I'd heard of some of them, but I really didn't know them. And so I'm there, and I don't know if back then I would have been using the language I, I was intentional. But what happened in that is I met a man named Terry Kemple, and you're going to hear a lot more about him as we move through these Occupying Force podcasts. We're going to interview him sometime, so pay attention. We'll let you know when we're going to do that. Terry, because he was so tied in to things that were going on in the community, I became intentional about saying, I want to have a relationship with Terry. He did the same thing with me. It would have been years later. But then he calls me, and I don't know exactly how it all worked out, but we started having breakfast together every Thursday. I mean, we probably did that for two years. And what happened with us being intentional, it became part of our calendar, is that he would begin talking to me about the issues that are going on. He began educating me on how the education system works. He'd be educating me in terms of we had what's called county commissioners. And so he began educating me on how all that worked if we were going to be a part of changing what was happening in those two places. And so I, I paid very close attention, even to the point that what it gave me as a pastor is then I knew I could take that information and give it to the people in the church because they needed to know those things. They needed to know what was going on. And then with Terry, because he was a, a different denomination than me, but he was very open and he was teachable and he was running into things out there because he was meeting with pastors and leaders. And he began to pull out of me, okay, would you begin to teach me, help me understand that which has to do with seven mountains, fear of influence. And so we'd have dialogue about that. Then he begins to open up with me and say, hey, talk to me about what apostles and prophets are. And so we had this whole dialogue being intentional that developed a very close relationship that always had to do with becoming an occupying force in our territory. And I've watched you and Terry over the years that I've known both of you and watched your interaction with each other. And what happened, because you two put it on the calendar, you made sure we're, we're going to have this time. We're going to learn from each other. We're going to encourage each other in what God's called us to do. It developed camaraderie and a friendship that's solid. Yesterday, Terry called us from the car heading to Tallahassee to go speak on an issue that's going on in the state of Florida, and he's wanting to make sure that we're connected into other projects that are going on that are societal transforming places and connecting points where we can develop other intentional relationships. So 
if I can say anything, when you start hanging out as, I'm going to call it intenders together, <laughs> you start finding other intenders as well. And I, I keep thinking about a concept, and we teach this in some of our courses, and it's a, the law of the observer. And the law of the observer effect works this way. And Jesus had the law of the observer when he was looking at the disciples. He was looking for a certain personality, a characteristic, an anointing that was on these men to start calling them into a role as his disciples. And he saw them, each one of the 12. He was like, that one, that one, that one. Here's how the law of the observer works. You have something God has highlighted to you. And then all of a sudden, your eyes begin to be open to it. This has happened to many of you. It may be a passage that you read during your Bible study in the morning, and God just moved on your heart, and it just touched you. And then all of a sudden, you start seeing this passage come. You hear people talk about something, and it's identified to you. You hear a message, or you're reading an article, and it all of a sudden becomes a, a message that's woven. That's the law of the observer effect on a real practical Note, uh, we have a blue Kia that we drive, and when we got the blue Kia, all of a sudden, everywhere that we drove, we saw the blue Kias everywhere, and that mm -hmm. happens to any of you. We'd rent a particular kind of car when we were out doing ministry, and we'd be like, wow, we like this Subaru, and all of a sudden, we'd see the Subarus everywhere. I know everybody on here that has a vehicle, you've encountered that. That's the law of the observer effect, but I think if we can ask the Lord to, to take our observation and turned it into intention to develop relationships to come to that place of being an occupying force and connecting with those that that have that heart i think you'd be surprised at how many people have that persuasion that you encounter in everyday life and when we go back and we're talking about jesus in his own life those that he observed those then that the Holy Spirit opened his eyes to see, then in that he developed intentional relationships with them on different levels. But if we just talk about the 12, and of course we know what happened with Judas, but if we talk about those, he was in one local location, yeah. one place. In other words, the father said, this is where I'm going to place my son, but it's going to then affect the whole world. And so the intentional relationships that Jesus had, and of course in that with him, he was pouring his life into them, but because of the intentionality of it, that they turned the world upside down. I mean, those apostles ended up everywhere. And so, again, seeing it that way, that from the place where God has me, doesn't mean I have to go everywhere, but from the place God has me, I want to be able to recognize those around me and then be intentional in those relationships and watch what God does to then cause his kingdom to expand far broader than maybe the one place that I'm at. Again, it, it can become mind-boggling, but there was not a whole lot of territory. Jesus stayed in one territory. But because of this principle of intentional relationships, then from there he could accomplish what it was that God wanted him to accomplish. So, you know, that's a concept we call localism. Mm. 
And in our society today, we're so used to being able to jump on the internet and you can be in another part of the world just watching a service that's there or watching a news report from here. And what's happened in our culture is we've, in many ways, ignored the very places that we live. And we've had our eyes tuned to everything that's going on elsewhere. And if we go back to Jesus's model of raising the disciples and, you know, he poured his life into them for those three years that he poured his life the message he unpacked the word he revealed mysteries to them in that time but that would not have happened if they were scattered all abroad right there's something about when you're in a geographical territory working together and you're learning together and you're studying together and you're strategizing together and mobilizing together that it forms a local unit that's strong, it's unshakable, and then you will work with each other through different issues that are coming up. We've talked in past episodes about you know school board issues that have come up and the power of the local people coming together and being a voice in the school board meetings. So you know we wanna encourage those of you that are listening Look for those in your community to connect with. Be intentional with who you befriend and who you spend time with. Make lunch appointments. Connect. Get on Zoom. Figure out ways that you can work together and get to know each other. I mean, you know, you've heard it said before, and don't hear us wrong. We're we're all for going to the nations. We're all for going to other places. But the greatest impact in all of that, and you need to hear this, because in going to other nations or going to other places, we're looking for relationship. Mm -hmm. We're intentional about relationship in every place that we go. And that's then takes the uh, principle of what you're talking about, localism, that then gives it the power to do something in that very area. If we're really going to talk about becoming an occupying force, it is on, on a local spot where God says, okay, by intentional relationships, by those things, then you begin to establish the kingdom in that spot, whatever it is. I don't care whether it's a block. I don't care whether it's five miles. I don't care whatever it is, because once you begin to advance the kingdom from that spot, then it's going to expand. And that's exactly, again, we talked about this in terms of the garden. That was the spot. But from that spot, God wanted to then advance his kingdom all over the earth. And so the same principle, and again, we're using the term localism, is there's power in localism, intentional relationships on a local level that knows then this is what God wants to do in this locality, knows then these are the issues in this locality that you can begin to work with. If you can think about expanding the kingdom, but from the standpoint of bite-sized pieces, bite-sized pieces in a place. Our good friend Dennis Peacock, he says, how are you going to eat an elephant? One bite at a time. If we can look in occupying force, we're going to take one spot at a time and then watch God begin to expand it. It's the same thing. We have great friends, Jim and Faith Chosa, apostles. If you ask him, how then are we going to watch the uh, thing of be fruitful and multiply and watch then of the occupying force grow to take the planet, he's going to say to you one acre at a time, one plot of land at a time. So in that one plot of land, that one plot of region, then what we're saying today is God open our eyes 
to be able to see the relationships that you want us to be intentional about so that with those relationships, we can partner and work together to expand the kingdom and become an occupying force in the place where God has us. So we're excited once again about you being on this podcast with us today. And we just encourage you once again, go to our website, uh, watchmanarise.com. There you'll be able to see all the courses that we offer in terms there's things there on societal transformation. There's things there on Victorious Prayer Warriors Boot Camp. There's a lot of information there. We don't only want you to do that. We really want you to email us at office at watchmanarise.com and we want to begin to connect. So in that, as we connect, then we believe God wants us to open up dialogue with you. So like we're talking about this today, we would love to get to the place where we do a podcast and then in some way by a Zoom call, we've been to connect with those that want to go further in this dialogue with us. So we love you and we encourage you. Give us an email, shout out to us, and let us begin to connect with one another. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe to Occupying Force. You can do that at cpnshows.com, on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks for joining us.